think about Apple computer. Apple has built these diehard people that like only use Apple devices and they make fun of you if you use an Android. Like, how do you do that? How do you get your customers to make fun of your competitors if they use their products? Welcome to Bullish where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington and welcome to Bullish. Boom, people, welcome back to the show. In this episode, we're gonna talk about how to build a mass movement, how to build culture throughout your business, your brand, your team and how some of the best companies on planet Earth have done this. Now, huge shout out to this episode for Russell Brunson. We actually paid Russell $150,000 last year to join his uh, group. I think to date, we've spent somewhere around $300,000 in coaching courses, mentorship. And what I like to do is summarize all the stuff we've learned. We go to these masterminds and these things, and I just like to summarize it down and give it to you guys for free on this podcast. So there you go. All we could ever ask for you is just to share and like this podcast, give us a review, and that's my plan. Um, so Russell, huge shout out to him for building this out with culture with his company, ClickFunnels. I mean, they have built a cult-like following in ClickFunnels. There's other companies, like think about sports teams or brands or companies where people, like think about Apple Computer. Apple has built these diehard people that like only use Apple devices and they make fun of you if you use an Android. Like, how do you do that? How do you get your customers to make fun of your competitors if they use their products? How do you build this in? I think, and so I wanna share a few things today. First thing I'm gonna dive into is the three every mass. So actually we were with Russell Brunson this a few months ago and we're talking about building this because it's so powerful. It is something you should actually focus on. In previous episodes, we've been talking about building a product that can scale itself. And with a product coupled with that is this mass movement. Every mass movement needs at least three things. Number one is a future-based cause, something that you are moving towards, something that you're going to. The second one is a common enemy. The third one is an attractive character. Those are the three core pillars of a mass movement. So think about even, um, think about religion, Jesus Christ, attractive character, future-based cause. We're gonna have this, uh, we're out with the old lot, in with the new, we're going to building the kingdom of God on earth. And the common enemy is, you know, the natural man or Satan. You can go through like, I mean, everything. You can go, um, uh, Apple computer, Steve Jobs, our attractive character. Future-based cause, they wanted to build technology that was just easy and worked with your life. And the common enemy was, you know, bad or old technology. Microsoft was their big, you know, common enemy they threw rocks at. Um, we can go on and on, but these mass movements have these three categories. And there's a bunch of distinct things I'll get back to in a minute, but I want to share a story as well that um, that uh, I, hits each one of these. So the first one I talk about is common enemies. There's a very interesting study they did with uh, boys. And I think, uh, you know, these were adolescent boys ages from like 11 to 15. They did a summer camp and these were troubled teens. So they took these, you know, and troubled is a, is a big word, but let's just call them, you know, these are rough and rowdy teens, gang banging type of teens that have been, some of them had criminal records, et cetera. They take these boys out to a big summer camp. At the summer camp, you know, the boys are fighting on the first day. They're fighting. They're getting mad at each other. They're already doing, you know, already kind of try setting up little, little things. They then decide to segment the boys into small groups, five to six boys. So they make these small tribes of groups. And they just, they just observed. And they had, they had little challenges of things that they did at this summer camp. And in one day, those little groups of boys had already essentially banded together and now were warring against each other. So they were doing pranks. They were doing uh, 
different things where they go sabotage the other boys as little groups. They'd compete heavily against each other. And these boys teamed up in groups of five or six. To take the study even further, they then said, what if, can we, you know, can we mesh these groups together? We know two groups that are warring against each other. Can we make them one? How do we do this? And so what they did, they doubled down. They said, okay, they, uh, they, and this was a big camp. There was now at this point, let's call it dozens of small groups. They then said, okay, we're dividing you guys into two big groups. So all the small groups are now going to come together into one big group on two divisions. And then those two groups now can have to compete and do relay races and other cool stuff at the summer camp. And within 24 hours, these boys had banded together and had become friends. And now as a group, they were doing pranks and other things against the other camp in these two categories. And they said they almost ended the study because it was getting so fierce. There were fights breaking out. It wasn't just a friendly pranks. These were like heavy. I mean, again, these are troubled kids doing this. And every time they teamed up, they were doing, I mean, mean, the kids were getting stitches, broken arms. It was a big, it was a big deal. These two kind of tribes now warring against each other. They then finally doubled down. So on the way home, and they said they had to separate the buses because the kids were so angry. They had all these angry things that were going on between the two groups. They took them on the buses home. They're driving home and the buses broke down and uh, they all, all had to pull to the side of the road and they had all these boys together. And they said, Hey, we now together need to, I think they pushed the bus down the road or they did something to fix the buses and they all had to come together as a group. And the common enemy was the bus. So you take this whole story where they had, they had no, com they were all individuals. And then you put them in small groups with the common enemies of each other. And then they put them in two big groups with common enemies of the other group. Every single time they had a common enemy, the boys banded together until eventually they said the common enemy is the bus is breaking down. We're stuck in the middle of nowhere. We all need to band together to pull. I think they pushed, I can't remember this whole story. They, they pushed the buses to this gas station or something, but they all band together because there was a common enemy. When you're building a mass, mass movement, it is very intentional to think about a common enemy. When we started Fun Launch, me and Mason actually sat down and thought through who is going to be our common enemy. Who are we going to like throw rocks at? And we're not going to go to like, I don't know, get in fist fights with them, but we need to poke at something. And we, we came up with, it was Ivy League schools in Wall Street. And if you notice our branding, we are Wall Street Rebels. Hashtag Wall Street Rebels. That became our name, our title, our brand for our people. A lot of our marketing is around you know, if you didn't go to Harvard, if you didn't grow up in some Ivy League, Ivy League tower, if you didn't work on Wall Street for 20 plus years, learn how to do an investment fund. And a lot of people resonated with that, this common enemy of, I, you know what? Yeah, I didn't go to Ivy League school. I didn't go to, uh, to Harvard. I didn't work on Wall Street for 20 years. They could come be part of our tribe. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. If you're someone that wants to learn more about alternative investing, private equity, hedge funds, venture capital, we just created a brand new group on Discord that all of our Wall Street Rebels around the world are joining. It's called the Wall Street Rebel Insider Community. Go check it out down below. It's an amazing group. I go live in there. We do calls. I do all sorts of AI bots and terminal things and all sorts of cool stuff. So go check it out and get back to the show. Thanks guys. Now we didn't ostracize those people ever. We said, hey, if, you're, if you went to... Harvard, you probably still didn't even learn about funds because a lot of people that go to Harvard don't even know how private funds work. So come learn with us as well. But that became our common, that idea, that type of person became our common enemy and really banded our tribe together. So that's one of the three. Okay. Again, if you remember to build a mass movement, you need a common enemy, future-based cause and attractive character. Future-based cause for us, we said, um, our mission statement is empower people like you to launch a scale funds that move humanity forward. We had this new opportunity we were presenting to people. A lot of people 
first off, didn't even know what the world of hedge funds, private equity, real estate funds even were. And if they did, it was, oh, that's too far away from me. I can't do that because it's, I, I need to be the common enemy. I need to be a Harvard or a, a Wall Street person. And what we said is, no, you actually don't. Uh, we have all these examples and cases of people that weren't Ivy League's people that weren't uh, born with a silver spoon in their mouth that are launching funds. And this is the future we're going to. And then the attractive character became me. And uh, I'll give Russ another shout out. He puts it in his book, Expert Secrets, an incredible book. He talks about the attractive character and you can go through different types of attractive characters, by the way. There's not just a one size fit all attractive character. The way, and so I, Bridger, am the face of our business. I'm the person who leads the charge, has the flag, says we are going this direction. We are fighting against these enemies. We are the Wall Street rebels. And that's why we do rituals. The biggest reason, do you guys wanna know the biggest reason we threw Fun Launch Live, number one and two? Multi-thousand person events. We spent months putting this together. We had we spent hundreds of thousands, millions of hours in our second event to put together. Why? Because our community needed something to come together, a ritual to come together to build a mass movement. We needed something that pulled us all together in a, in a spot that we can meet and be together in one place that we could plant the flag and say, this is what we're doing as Wall Street Rebels. That's the biggest reason we did it was because we thought it was so important to build a mass movement. And back to the attractive character thing, I, you know, I'm, I'm one version of an, I'm very attractive by the way, uh, as a, you know, as just a human. So that helps. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the attractive character, there's some attractive characters that are the hero base, like the, the, what you would think of like Superman would be like the hero, just like, I'm the, I'm the person, come follow me. There's other attractive characters that are the reporter attractive character. Some of the people that just, they bring information together and cons uh, consolidate information for you. Other attractive characters are the reluctant uh, 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 the reluctant hero is what Russell puts it. And he calls himself that meaning he didn't want to be called this, but he felt obligated to be called out of his thing to go and be that attractive character. And you can dive into deeper about how to build an origin story. Every attractive character needs an origin story in the hero's journey. If you talk, look at script writing, the hero's journey is massive and the hero's two journeys of how you do that. And uh, we'll talk about that maybe in another episode, but building this mass movement. If you have, again, these three things, an attractive character, common base enemy and a future-based cause. Any company, it doesn't need to be a, even an online marketing company. This could be in your business selling t-shirts. It could be a manufacturing company, but having a culture like that, all of a sudden, when you make t-shirts and water bottles and have ping pong tables, it makes sense. People come together. People are attracted to your brand. People want something more than just a t-shirt. A great example is a friend of mine, Sean Whalen. Sean Whalen runs a company called Lions Not Sheep. Okay. He made it, he just started, it was in COVID. He made these, he just made a t-shirt called, it just said lions, not sheep playing off of all the stuff, the rhetoric of, you know, sheeple and people that were just sheep. And he's like, be a lion, not a sheep. Sean Whalen's a very just intense, attractive character. Their common enemy was sheep and the future based cause would be a lion. People bleed for that. It's a t-shirt company for crying out loud. And he's got, he throws huge events, multi-hundred people event. They're fl people are flying out, like beating their chest, like lions, not sheep. It's a freaking t-shirt company. And yet it's become something so much more. So if you're listening to this, don't say, oh, it doesn't work for my company. No, it does. This works in every category and industry. And something like lions, not sheep is a great example. Will customers will pay 10 to 20 to 30 times to fly out, buy tickets, just to be a part of the movement. 
that, yeah, they have a t-shirt, but it's more of the future-based cause, the attractive character, the common enemy that they are fighting. And it t-shirts reflect that. So Sean was like, okay, now he runs a coaching group that makes hundreds of thousands of dollars. And now he runs other things that have built off of literally a t-shirt company because he built the this mass movement so hard in his brand and company. So do not count yourself out this. Oh, I can't do this. You can do this. You actually need to do this. If you do not do this, your competitors will do it and your customers will then become loyal, diehard followers of their brand, of your competitors' brands. This is something that is necessary for your business. Last thing I'll leave with you with. So as we were with Russell in this small group and, and I, I'm giving again, huge shout to Russell. He's an incredible mentor. I'm, I love the guy. Love the guy. He's an incredible dude. If you have a chance to be around Russell Brunson, he's incredible. I love the guy. We're actually going next week. Uh, we're going to be with him and probably like 12, 15 other people just a mastermind for a whole weekend. It's gonna be really fun. Um, he said this though to us, we were talking about building a mass movement and he said, all mass movements that really took off and really took over the world all started with a book a book um, or a manifesto, an article, a, a writing on the wall and literally physical writing that said, this is what we stand for. This is what we don't stand for. This is our future-based cause. This is our common enemy. Written by the attractive character is what moves nations. You look at World War II, was started by Mein Kampf from Adolf Hitler. He wrote a article, book, that started a mass movement. You look at, that's, a, that's kind of a negative one, but look at positive ones. I mean, you look at these, uh, Martin Luther, who put the thesis on the door of the Catholic church, started the Protestant movement. It was started by a manifesto, you could call it. Communism was started by a manifesto. America was started by the constitution, a document written by an attractive character, the founding fathers and George Washington as that main attractive character with a future-based cause and a common enemy, the Britain, the British. I mean, you, go, you can go every single mass movement on earth. Uh, uh, the Book of Mormon. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a member of this. It was started with a, a tract character named Joseph Smith and a book called the Book of Mormon that was ancient scripture uh, that was translated and all this stuff and, and, uh, and started this mass movement. I mean, you can go time and time again. You can look at companies that have these. Steve Jobs wrote his, or Nike. If you guys have seen Air, he writes that, that manifesto out of what Nike is and what they aren't. And that inspired his company and organization. So I highly recommend if you're building a mass movement, build a manifesto. Right now I'm in the process of writing a book <laughs> for this exact same reason. And uh, because you're, and that's why people continue to write books that are attractive characters typically um, of what you will stand for, what you won't. We built out and wrote down core values. We stick them on our wall. We do this whole thing because of how important it is for our company to have and to live by and to be a part of as a mass movement internally. And right now we're building stuff for external stuff to be our manifesto, what we go for, what we do, what we don't do. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for watching the show. See you guys in the next episode. Peace. Hey, hey guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if you've, this show has helped you in any way, shape or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game that we're playing.